get it off, let it off, shut it off, get it off, let it off, shut it off, get it off, let it off, shut it off, get it off, let it off. I'm glad we're together again. That's right. It's Thursday night, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You know where you are. You know you ain't got shit to live for. You know you ain't aspiring to nothing. You know you ran out of weed. Your prescription's expired. You ain't got no milk in the fridge. Your Cheerios are old. You know you haven't vacuumed the house in about two weeks. You know your girlfriend left you. You ain't got shit to live for. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to make it all right. We're going to strain your life out today on this episode of Nestorious Public Radio. I'm your host, Nestor Rodriguez, a.k.a. Ne. Nestorious, yo, son, we back again on a Thursday night looking right. I got my shorts on because it's hot. I got my socks pulled down low. I'm in the flow. I'm ready to go. We got articles. We got a fucking YouTube page now so you can suck it. News particles, you know what I'm saying? We got lint balls in your ear, 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 ear. And to the right of my man, that was Simon Kaufman right there, my co-host. Last week, uh, I had, uh, two weeks ago, I had a a guest co-host, and I said, and I'm Nestorious, a.k.a. Motherfucker didn't know what to say. Ah, this guy. You know what I'm saying? It's like, anyway, it's my man Simon Kaufman, co-host. It's my, uh, to the right, you know what I'm saying, in the fact, 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 fact. Got my man right here, Rich Corbin. What's up, everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Freshly off a fucking, uh... Flavonoids, proteins, and fucking now cigarettes. He's off that shit too. Five, day five of cigarettes. <laughs> Dia numero cinco de cigarrillos. Easier done than that's said. right. That's right. And no thing. And 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 that's right. That's right. And to his right, we got Twish. Honey, what's up, baby? How are you? I'm good. Good. <laughs> we're gonna be talking. We're gonna be talking about the electric run uh, at some point in the show. Um. We're gonna have a a caller. We're gonna have a uh, representative of the Electric Run, uh, Human Resources Director Liz Dunn should be calling in a little bit. So we're just gonna like wiggity wiggity wash, don't stop, wish wash. Liz Dunn, da dun dun dun. To the beat, to the top, rock, don't stop. The jiggly jig, don't walk a dagger, hip hop dot. Yo, the electric run, we in your sector having fun. No guns, just hanging out, showing the love, son. No drugs, bubble gum, you know what I'm saying? Pop, pop, you don't stop. Hip-hop music is going loud like you just don't care. Wow, wow. Yo, we got the gum, the grape hubba bubba. I'm the Superman <laughs> flow lover in your undercover. The bubblicious, the double-licious, <laughs> the everybody chewing and blowing bubbles all over the pishes. Uh, the eating Rolaids, we don't got AIDS. <laughs> What'd you just do? I, I didn't have my uh, my uh, speaker on my laptop. Oh, off. you did? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He just interrupted the flow in stereo. Stereo. So, um, I believe we're on episode... What, what episode? Episode 28? Is that right? Is this episode 28? 
This is uh, probably probably the 32nd episode that we have on Nestoria's Public Radio up on iTunes. You can check it out. We have a couple of video episodes, but this is actually episode 28, I believe. And uh, episode 27, if I'm not mistaken, last week, uh, we're talking about uh, hydrogenated uh, uh, oils and uh, um, the quest for immortality. You know, um, and you can attain both. You can attain mortality by ingesting enough hydrogenated vegetable oil. You can attain mortality? Yeah. You can attain plasticity, <laughs> too. Yeah, because your body won't decompose. Yeah, you will live forever. You, you, just, you, do, um, you do plastic surgery from the inside out. Bo- Botoxification. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, so we're, we are going to... Well, what happened after last week, man? You know, what happens here on this story's public radio is basically this. You're sitting at home. You, you know, you're depressed, right? And, 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 you know, your life has come to this pretty much. Your life sucks. You can't get anyone to call you back. You, you're making love with yourself way <laughs> yeah. too much. Yeah. And and you hear an article or something that we're talking about, and the the bell goes on, bing 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 bing, and you go, wow, I never thought of that. That's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. You got three buffoons here. Sometimes a a, a guest guest come buffoon in. comes in. Guest to buffoon. Help. Sometimes or, a very pretty lady could come or, in. No, a guest professional <laughs> to a guest professional uh, to come in and and drop their two cents, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know. Then what happens after that bell rings and you pay attention a little bit, you start thinking about stuff like myself. I mean, we, we basically look, look look up these articles and whatnot. And I went home last week, you know, after Rich and I, the previous week, uh, started uh, looking at what hydrogenated and mm-hmm. partially hydrogenated oils were. And I found out that, uh, you know, my my peanut butter that I've been that I've been pretty much consuming uh, in lieu of crap. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I'm thinking it's healthy, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you know, like if I don't, if I'm not, you know, ready to go outside and get regular breakfast, or I don't want to cook up some bacon and eggs or whatever. Mm-hmm. My default thing is peanut butter and banana, right? Yeah. How many times yeah. have I done that? You know what oh, I mean? Man. And it's a relatively you healthy put peanut butter in your smoothies, right? Right. Yeah, I've put, seen you do it. I, right. I'm like, what are you doing? I make I make smoothies. I drop some peanut butter in there, yeah. and and some you know fresh berries or whatever the hell, mm-hmm. some it's green good. powder, powdered it's greens good for you. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that uh, you know, uh, I'm doing something healthy, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how many years I've been doing this shit, and just out of you know curiosity, I looked at my peanut butter, and the shit doesn't say partially hydrogenated oil <laughs> on the back. It says fully. <laughs> hydrogenated oil. They they're added like, the fully. They're like, I don't give a fuck. We're going to ingest you with plastic, with chemicals. Who gives a shit? And you're going to eat it. Yeah. And your stomach's going to look like a glow stick. And people are going to lay on top of you to get a tan. Yeah. <laughs> and just so you guys don't think that, you know, we don't think about and, and, and actually think about all the shit that we talk about, we, this, you know, this goes Beyond the studio. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's, it's, we don't is, always... This is real life. This is stuff that started before this this evening, and it continues yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even further. Well, what and it does... that's do- proof right there, because now you're going to change your brand of peanut butter. Well, what it does, what it does is it opens up the line for dialogue. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just the dialogue in between your head, right. as you're walking down the street or you're driving in the freeway right before an accident, right before you cut somebody off, there's a dialogue. So, so I looked this up and I'm like, damn. So now, you know, I am, I'm more aware. Even though, you know, we have this, 
you know, conversation, I don't know how many fucking times on this show, how many times, uh, you know, aside from this show. Yeah, um, that was always my point. Right. That I was. Know, all- I, I, that's a default point that I get pissed off about is that, you know. Right. Is, is that the government claims that they're so worried about us and yet they don't do anything about all the chemicals that are being put in our no, food. No, 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 no. Yeah, uh, they make us wear seatbelts and helmets and, and they let the FDA, government run, let's... Let's right. companies put shit food in our system, which is, you know, we probably have a safer time if seatbelts had never been invented. We'd probably all live longer. Well, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a not that a long, never ending. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for money debate. and all of that, but they but no, they, but it, they but mask it. They mask it in. Oh, it's your safety. Oh, really? Well, is it for my safety? Well, the Food and Drug Administration is is run and manipu- manipulated by all these lobby mm-hmm. groups that are all these food. Yeah. And 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 corpor- food corporations uh, uh, that that manufacture all this crap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and, and so basically, um, basically, uh, uh, the Food and Drug Administration really has no incentive to like get rid of the shit that's toxic. They just have an incentive to be there and say, "Yeah, we're looking out for you. We have to make sure. You have to make sure what." Mm-hmm. That somebody's fucking anus doesn't explode and double bubbles don't come out of it. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, when I was thinking about this earlier today, by the way, if you're home and you're following me on this, if you're digging it, if you're vibing on it, if you're chilling, illing, dealing with the elements of your vibrating refrigerator because it's humming and shit, <laughs> just pick up your phone, <laughs> good not, knock on your neighbor's door and, and ask to borrow the phone. And if you're interested in like getting involved in the conversation or just calling in and saying what your you know Zodiac sign is, call 1-800-893-9562. Now, well, you know, one of the, before we get, Early, let me just finish this, the thought before I just got into the number, the sidetracked by uh, announcing the number. I was thinking about this, right? I was thinking, which, by the way, I would like to for us to watch the movie Food, Inc. between now and next week. Because that's going to be next week's topic. Because the following week is Thanksgiving and we're off the air. We're going to be but, eating a lot of food. Well, I want to talk about food. I'm serious because I've seen the movie. You've seen the movie, right, Rich? Mm-hmm. Have you seen the movie, Simon? Not yet. Because it's not kosher, right? There's no Pariv motherfuckers blessing it. But you should watch the movie, <laughs> Food, Inc. We're going to discuss it. Because what's interesting about this whole thing in the, in the Food and Drug Administration is this, right? The FDA, right, regulates what drugs get uh, approved for the market mm-hmm. or it's not like fen fen whatever the fuck <laughs> and what food uh what chemicals and whatever drugs get or whatever chemicals uh, are allowed to be put in your food mm-hmm. now i was thinking this morning there's a documentary uh something about the plague and uh, god forgive me that i forget this the, the name of the title of this movie it's an amazing movie it's about uh the gay men's the gay men's health crisis and act up the organization mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was uh, uh, formed in the mid '80s when the AIDS epidemic happened in New York City. Now, while this is all going on, the Food and Drug Administration is jerking off kumquat amounts of money of American dollars, saying, "Oh, we don't know uh, if this drug is good or this drug is safe. Uh, we have a uh, that that th- this drug is safe or not." Uh, and uh, and and so basically, what these people did these these gay activists they basically said, you know what? We don't want to wait 
for the guinea pigs to say it's safe or not. We can't afford to wait. Mm-hmm. We're dying. People are dying. And 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 they basically inundated and, and, and barraged the FDA offices, political offices, and they said, use me as a guinea pig. Mm-hmm. And eventually they found the right uh, 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 HIV concoction, and that's why less people are dying right, right, today. Right. And But unfortunately, not that many people are dying that fast uh, with chemicals putting in your food. So we got a caller. I believe Liz Dunn is on the air. Hi. Hi, Liz. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Welcome to the Nestorious Public Radio Show. Thank you very much. Liz Dunn is the uh, Director of Human Resources of the Electric Run. Tell us, uh, we were talking, we were just waiting a little time to see when you got on, but um, tell us a little bit more about what uh, Director of Human Resources is for this uh, organization. Well, it's kind of interesting. We're definitely a startup company. Um, we're just nearing our first year mark um, at the end of this month. Um, still growing hugely. You know, our first uh, international race is on Saturday in Australia. Wow. Um, congratulations. Yeah, be, congratulations. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. We're really excited. And um, there will be about 26,000 runners there. So um, people are just having a lot of fun with our run. So I've actually been this past year, I've been the registration director. And okay. so that has been basically anything to do with the, the human side of the race. So our volunteers, our runners, kind of helping all of that. And then uh, starting this next year, I'll be transitioning to do the HR. So just helping with all of our staff with how fast we're growing. You know, we have, it, we're a big production. And so we need to make sure that we're taking care of our people to make sure that we help all of you guys have fun. Right, right, right. So for those of you that are tuning in or don't know what the hell just happened, uh, Liz Dunn is the director of human resources, and we're going to talk about the electric run. To find out more about the electric run, uh, go to electricrun.com and check it out. But basically, um, it's this nighttime or, you know, nighttime run with uh, all these it would appear as if they're ravers uh, and 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 uh, on w- people running and having day glow uh, uh, bracelets, glasses, and yeah. Which which uh, I checked out the site, and I got to tell you, you know, you should go there even if you're not going to run in the race. But if you need some like cool uh, simulation, like, like just pl- uh, like light up wear. <laughs> They have some cool stuff, and it's oh, you're really ta- cheap. Oh, like, you're talking about- yeah, the finger lights. Oh, and you're the talking about the cord. website. The yeah, stuff check that out they the sell. website. The stuff that they sell is twenty bucks for like I don't know, I don't know, twenty feet of this blue light. You just put it on and just run around your house naked with this well, thing on. That'd well, be awesome. Well, well basically, you know? it's a it's a five k run at night, and everyone is glowing with all these different, yeah. you know, uh, 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 the, the attire and you know, bracelets, glasses, and they help necklaces. you out with that, and that's cool. And they don't charge you, you know, an arm and a leg for it. You know, it's so, really cool. So. So how did this start, Liz? Um, you know, it's interesting. Um, our our founder, Dan Hill, he actually founded um, the Ragnar Team Relays um, mm. that a lot of people are familiar with. And so he's been in the running business for you know over a decade. Really enjoyed that, um, but just has a lot of interesting ideas. And he was friends with the founder of Color Run. Mm-hmm. And they've been talking, you know, before all these fun runs came. Because, I mean, if you think a few years ago, no one did these fun 5Ks that are just popping up everywhere now. And Color Run was really the first one. And so they're talking, they're like, would it be crazy to have runs that were actually fun? Mm. And so, you know, the Color Run started, and Dan was still involved with Ragnar at the time, but was like, I think it would be really cool to have a nighttime 5K. And just it was just crazy enough that he thought it might work. And, and so that's kind of how it started going. Um, a year ago, well, I guess about a year and a half ago, we went down to San Diego, 
probably about 50 people, and we filmed a promo video and just set up a couple, you know, glow things, this balloon arch that glow in the, in the dark, and, uh, you know, had some neon stuff that we were wearing and just ran back and forth and filmed this video. And so just to think from there, and if you go to our website, electricrun.com, you'll see our promotional video from our L.A. race yeah. um, that was held in No, I've, I've seen... I've seen actual footage. Twish Honey was uh, was at the last Saturday's uh, run in San Diego. So it just, I mean, I was I was supposed to go. I was I was a little under the weather, but I mean, oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, no. So I kind of regret it because I mean, it looked like like a lot of fun. So it's not just you know a, your normal five k run. It's a it's an event. It is, and that's what I love about it, because my background is actually public health. Um, I'm also an occupational therapist, and I worked in wellness prior to coming on and working for the electric run. And so for me, you know, a lot of people, I'll tell them, oh, you've got to come out and do a run. And I say, well, you know, I haven't really been training for it, or I don't know if I can do that. A lot of runs are intimidating. Mm -hmm. And this one, it's it's still a 5K. You're doing the 3.1 miles, but you're having a blast. Throughout the course, um, there's different zones or worlds, as we like to call them, all these lighting and sound elements that, you know, I can describe, you can watch the video, but it really doesn't do it justice until you're there. And all of a sudden you're realizing this is, you know, run unlike you've ever experienced before. Well, I mean. It's a novel idea of making it fun. Yeah, I can imagine that there's adrenaline outside of the actual running. So all this energy, the lights, the music, that alone in and of itself uh, produces its own, you know, amount of adrenaline. So it's it's I it, it, just looking at the pictures, it makes it looks like, you know, a lot of energy. Oh, there's so much energy and it builds because, you know, that people get there early, they're waiting and we have to wait, obviously, for the sun to set since we're a nighttime race. Right. And so people are just getting excited. We've got our music going um, a lot of times because we, we do partner with a charity and some of our proceeds um, go to a charity in each city. It just depends on, you know, wherever we go, we partner with a local charity. Right. And a lot of times our charities have a face painting station where they're doing black light reactive face paint. Got and, it. You know, people are doing that and just getting all their glow gear on. And um, a lot of people come in amazing costumes. It's fantastic. But as that music builds, as our MC gets up there, um, our mascot is the stick man. Yeah. And um, we've got some great dancers that, that come out. And that energy just builds. And what's fun, too, is that it's something that, you know, it's all ages. So you've got kids in strollers all the way up to I've seen an 85-year-old in a walker. And right. it's well, that, available for anyone, but that energy is there, and you're surrounded by all these fantastic people. Yeah, it's it sounds awesome. So, so are there vendors like food vendors and stuff like that that actually are on on property after the run and part of the after run event? Definitely. So at every race, we always have um, food vendors selling food and drink after the race. Um, depending on the venue, sometimes we're allowed to have stuff beforehand as well. Um, But we make it so our finish line um, spills into our celebration. Right. And that's our big after party. Right. Um, DJ, performers, lasers, the whole bit. It's just so much fun. And that's where we have our vendors as well. So we like it. We call it a celebration because it's something to celebrate. You just ran three miles. Right. And then (laughs) just stay and have a party. 
Right. So, no, it's, it looks dope. Time. So when you're talking about worlds, so as you're running through this 3.1 mile, um, you you pass uh, different uh, sectors or different uh, uh, areas that are themed a certain way or another with a lot of light and its own type of music or whatever. And you can stop, bug out, dance or whatever, or keep going. And then the final, uh, when you finish the race, it's like this big old party. Yes. Right. It looks it looks pretty it's, it looks pretty awesome. It really is just and and people they kind of tease me cuz I'm so excited about it, but it really is just so much fun. It's not just that I work for it, but it's it's something really cool to be a part of because right. um also, you know, because we have this, some people um that are really hardcore runners, they have a hard time sometimes wrapping their head around the fact that we want you to take your time on the course. We don't time right. this 5K. If people right. want to time it themselves, they're totally welcome to do that. But I tell people, if you finish first, you're doing it wrong. We encourage <laughs> them to stay and, and to have fun. <laughs> and dance. Yeah, and to have fun. Flat. Yeah. Exactly. No, that's some pretty cool. That's some pretty cool costumes on your website. Like on your about page, you have some pretty mm -hmm. cool costumes. It, it oh, looks people like people are so creative. Yeah. It's so great to see the creativity all across the country. So, uh, so how do you pick? How do you choose a a charity to have uh, part of your proceeds go to in each city? Well, that's actually another thing that I do um, that's looped in with the registration and then also the HR. Um, so basically, a lot of times because we're we're gaining a name now, charities will actually reach out to us mm. and say, you know, we're interested in doing this. Um, can we do it? And so we make it a partnership. And so I'll talk with the charities that are interested. I'll also seek out different organizations um, and just kind of see what we ask of them is to help us out mostly with volunteers. Um, right. Because we do have volunteers that help out um, on the course. They become part of the show. Mm -hmm. And that's another great thing is just any of the runners, anyone who's part of the um, part of it, they're part of the show. And so we ask them to provide volunteers and then just kind of help get the word out. And then in turn, in addition to the proceeds that, um, that we give them, we also just are really trying to help increase their visibility. And so as I'm talking with the charities, it just kind of boils down to who really wants to put in a little effort, help us be a part of it, can help, you know, during the week of the race and, and beforehand of doing that prep. And so it just kind of whittled down to that. So we partnered in San Diego, our race last weekend, mm -hmm. um, with the Boys and Girls Club. Oh, nice. San Diego. And personally, I loved that. I used to work for the Boys and Girls Club years ago. Right. And um, that's a so perfect, a, you know, personal connection with me. Yeah, it's a perfect charity, Boys and Girls Club. I mean, this, oh, this, this seems like a lot of youthful fun to begin with, you know? Yes. And that was another great thing because a lot of our volunteers, that's what I was excited about. We're actually from the club. Mm. Um, you know, kids that, that this is kind of a new thing for them to volunteer and to get them on that path and just excited about volunteering and, and running and, and being healthy. And, and you see, you know, kids, well, that's what we, we like to match our charity with something that's kind of fits, something that's very positive and vibrant. And, right. um, you know, we've, it's varied across the country. Right. Um, Special Olympics is one that we've done. Um, we've just done a lot of different ones, but I have just really enjoyed our interaction with those charities.
Right, right. So the other the other thing that 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 I'm curious about is so you obviously have to go to a, like a city like San Diego, propose the idea, and then you got to get all the permits and you got to get all the you know approvals from all the whoever the hell has to make the approvals. Because I'm looking at a diagram on your uh, on your website. It, I mean, three three point one miles is not a small amount of of area. So how do you go about blocking streets and all that other stuff? And and especially that it's night and you have uh, this day glow stuff where do you get your electric power to power up mm -hmm. your panels and all that stuff how does that work right those are great questions so because we're creating our course we and we really like to go to places like the del mar fairgrounds in san diego we like to go to fairgrounds because um it's kind of a contained space and mm. as much as we can contain our space the more we can control it. Right. So we really try to avoid being on a lot of public roads and that got kind it. of thing. Um, because then you're working with, you know, we've got to put foil on those lights. So we want to control what light is there and what light is not there. Right, right. And so with the fairgrounds, you know, you'll, we'll do a lot of loops. And so you're running 3.1 miles, but you might be, you know, kind of twisting and turning and that kind of thing. Got and it. so we can kind of manipulate the space. Mm. Um, but that way we can control the lighting and control your experience. Got it. So yeah, no, that that makes that makes total sense. So I I'm not quite sure. Uh, have you? I, I'm assuming you have not done one of these in New York City. We actually have. You have. When did you we do that? Did. God, that, that we did that. Go ahead. Pardon me. No, no. Go ahead. I was because I was I wasn't sure if I had read that you did it or not, and I was and after you telling me this, I thought maybe you didn't. But go ahead. So you did one. Yeah, we did in New York City. It was in September. Um, I was just there for one of the nights. Um, I had been at the, our Austin, Texas race uh -huh. the night before and then flew out and, and came for our second night. So New York, our bigger markets, um, sometimes were restricted at a venue to how many people we can have. Mm. And that one, we had two nights of about ten to 12,000 people wow. each night. And, and But where, so, where was this? What, what area of New York City was contained enough for you to do this? Um, it was the aviation grounds. Ah. It's out, um, I'm trying to remember. In Queens near LaGuardia? Yeah. Airport? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so we could, it was, you know, it, it was a challenge to find a space in New York. That's what, that's, yeah, that's what, there. Yeah. I mean, there's really good property in Rikers Island in the penitentiary. Like, there's about 3.1 miles worth of outdoor workout areas where they're, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there's not, there's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. There's not, maybe Central Park, actually. You could do it in Central Park. Right. Or you could run through amazing, East Hollywood. right? That would be incredible. Well, you know, you could do it in Central Park because, relatively speaking, it is contained, but then, mm -hmm. but you, but again, you'd have to go through permits and all these different, you know, uh, department heads and it's not that simple you'd you know have to pay mean? off the mafia <laughs> insurance i'm sure is just insane with writing at night right so you have you have lights th that's a good question you you guys have to have like a ridiculous insurance policy right yeah we make sure you know and we we make sure that we take care of our runners right and right. so that we've got mm -hmm. you know people on we haven't really had to to use our emts or sure. our, our medical help that yeah, there, yeah. But we always make sure that everyone's taken care and of hopefully them. you'll never have to use it Exactly. So that okay. So your yeah. next run is in Australia. When is the one after that? And when? Where is your next uh, uh, city in, in in the United States? So our next city is next week um, in Miami on Saturday. Wow. Yeah. On yeah. Saturday so in I'm Miami. Excited. You guys I'm excited for Miami. You guys are busy. We are. I have been traveling. It's kind of funny. Um, we're based out of Salt Lake City, but it's kind of funny. A lot of us moved. 
from different places to to work with the company. So we work corporate, but honestly, I'm in Salt Lake like, you know, maybe a day out of a week right, most right. of the time. There were six weeks straight in the summer where I was gone, and then I had one week when I was in the office, and then five weeks on the road again. So we've done um, nearly 40 races, I think, just this year. Wow. So, so Miami... When are you yeah. guys coming back to California? I'm pretty sure you're going to do San Francisco. When are you going to do L.A. or San Diego again? Because I want to do this. You are, yeah, definitely. Our 2014 schedule is still up in the air, um, just kind of finalizing things. And so we definitely will be coming back to many places in California. We have loved our California races. Um, I'm most recently from L.A., so I love coming back to California. Um, we'll be in San Francisco for sure. Yeah. L.A., Orange County, and San Diego, and that'll just be throughout the year, so stay tuned on our website. Yeah, because you did one out. before San Diego in, what was this, not Cerritos, you did something in Orange, Orange County. County, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so um, the last two weeks we've been down in, in Southern California. Got it, got it. Both races were fantastic. Got it. I want to go to the one in Vegas. Oh, there's one in Vegas. Yeah, there's. No, I want to do it. I mean, I, I love That'd be it. Cool. Okay, so 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 okay, so walk me through the process. I want to do it. I go on your website, electricrun.com. I go to register. It's really easy. You press register. It'll take care of you from then on. Right. So just ask for the information. Um, you mentioned that there's a lot of cool glow stuff. It's true. You can you can do that while you're registering. You can order some stuff that we'll have ready for you when you come to get your T-shirt and your bib and you know, basically everything that you need. Um, you can also, if you want, to go to electricwear.com, and that's where we have a lot of our merchandise um, available that will just be shipped to your house. Got We've got it. a lot of cool glow stuff, a lot of cool new stuff that's coming out as well. Um, one of my favorites are our zip-up hoodies that glow. Nice. And uh, they're just pretty sweet. So as, it, as you go through, it just, you know, walks you right through. You can donate some extra to the charity if you would like. Um, and then you just register. You can be part of a team. You get a team discount if you sign up uh, um, with a team okay. of more or more. Okay. Um, and so with that, you just create a team name. I've seen some of the most creative and crazy names all across the country. It's great. Um, and then that's a fun way for a lot of friends, family, coworkers, neighbors to get together and be like, okay, hey, we're part of this team, and they just sign up and and I'll run together. And what what does it cost? Um, so I, I, I go register. I choose one of the locations. I, you said the next one is Miami. I'll choose Miami. And, and Right. So if you sign up, so when we put our things up, it starts at 45. Okay. Um, and that includes, you know, everything that you need and the whole night of the experience. So um, then we send out emails saying, you know, hey, we, we do increase our prices. So as we get closer to the date, it can get up to, um, depending on the market, 60 to 65. So that's why we really do encourage people, you know, buy it first because then got it. you've got that. Because you also can transfer it. I was looking at your frequently asked questions. So you can transfer it if you can't make it, blah, blah, blah. Definitely. And, yeah. So we don't have cancellations, but because we're all over the country, um, you know, we've had some where they couldn't make it to one, and we just say, hey, that's okay, just transfer it to this race. They go, and they're going to be in town somewhere else. They run the race and have a great time. Awesome. So, and oh, okay, so in Miami, where are you going to be in Miami? What self-contained area in Miami? I know you're not going to South Beach. You know, that's a great question. I feel really bad that I can't remember. That's okay. I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah. I, it's so funny. All the cities just start to meld together it's funny when we're on the road crew we just kind of we're like where are we going oh we're going to miami we'll what, figure it out <laughs> what would i be would i be out of line to assume that the first one you guys ever did was in salt salt lake city 
Um, our, actually, our first one was Orange County. Wow, okay. Last, um, it was November 30th, and this is kind of funny because I was not full-time with the company yet. I just um, had helped out with a promo video, and I thought that was kind of going to be it. Right. And so I had come in town. Um, I'd been out in New York, and had just come back into town in L.A., and we drove down to Orange County and did that race. And it's just kind of funny that now a year later, I mean, you know, I started working with the company a couple months after that, but um, then coming back to Orange County and having that that right. race again and just a lot of our runners that were coming back, they had a blast then, but, you know, it was just so much different now. Yeah. Just all the things that we've learned and, and even just our production, it's just a lot of really cool things. Right. So yeah, right. our first one was in Orange County last yep. year. Got it. Got it. That's, it's, I mean, it looks amazing. It looks amazing, and I, I you guys I, need to come out. You would no, love it. No, I know, I know. I just, I just looked at I, I just looked at your uh, your calendar. So so you have Miami, then Orlando, and then your 2014 schedule has Baltimore, Inland Empire, maybe Inland Empire because that's going to be sometime the early part of next year, if not Vegas. But Vegas could be a little crazy, you know. I hope so. I actually grew up in Vegas. You did so. okay. So I'm, I'm excited for that one, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much for calling in. I mean, I'm definitely going to... Um, we're definitely going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to be on top of it, figure it out. Twish, NPR. Twish Honey was there last uh, last Saturday. Yeah, and I had an absolutely amazing you, time. You had I will a blast. definitely do it every year. Yes. You had a blast. Yes. You got a little video. I saw, I, <laughs> I, saw, I saw your video on Facebook, and I was like, damn, man, I wish I would have went. I know. <laughs> you missed out, dude. I, I know. I know. No. Anyway, so um, thank you so much for tu- for calling in. Hey, thanks and, to you guys. Yeah, and and we'll definitely be uh, uh, tuned in and uh, keep everybody posted for the next time. Wonderful. We'll look forward to seeing you. Thank you so much, Liz. Thank you, guys. Have a great night. Okay. Bye bye. Big up to the electric run and Liz Dunn. <laughs> That's right. She's talking about um, you know she was in the uh, the. Uh, promoting health industry and uh, and she got into this running stuff. So it's interesting that we were just talking about, you know, food and your health and then the electric run is somewhat tied into that. But it, it's also a an, uh, a community event, mm-hmm. right? Because, Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. they go into a community, they involve the local charity and then it becomes an event. I, it sounds fun. I mean, it sounds fun. I, I have friends in Orlando. I'm going to tell people about... Uh, uh, well... Uh, some of my uh, Orlando listeners, uh, let them know about it. Yeah, they're going to be doing an electric run in Sudan where tribal warlords help you run. They chase after you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my man. My man. Yeah! That's right. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so uh, back to uh, what we were talking about before Liz called in, which is what I was thinking is that, you know, no one does anything about anything until it's almost too late or until it affects somebody, you know, a loved one or whatever. We're talking about the gay men's health crisis and the ACT UP organization in New York, which were basically uh, a gay, you know, the gay community in New York and in other parts of the country, Miami, San Francisco, whatever. But in New York in the mid 80s that they basically said, you know, fuck you to the FDA. We're not going to wait. We're not going to wait until you decide that, you know, 
uh, these drugs, the experimental drugs, have passed approval on, you know, uh, mice and this, then the other. We're dying. We're mm-hmm. dying fast. And fuck it. Use us. I'm, you know, shoot me up with it. And if it wasn't for them to expedite the 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 trial runs of these medications, people would still be fucking dying of AIDS. AIDS would be a big deal. But as a result of these guys, um, um, uh, you know. AIDS, HIV cures, uh, not cures, but uh, 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 sustaining medications have come into play. Uh, the problem with food and, and chemicals in our food is that there aren't immediate results. As we were talking about last week that uh, 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 hydrogenated oils and partially hydrogenated oils, um, they haven't found enough evidence to say it's 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 bad for you or whatever. Which, yeah, but here's the deal. They're also getting envelopes of cash and briefcases yeah. handed to them underneath yeah. the table. Well, I mean, yeah. the, the yeah. problem with the FDA, or as most people refer to it, the Putting Drugs in Your Children's Food Administration, um, they have been a four-hire government agency. Well, just like any government agency, but, you know, I mean, it's really disgusting. One of the things, it, it goes deeper than the food industry because the food industry is linked up with the pharmaceutical industry. Right. They're teaming up together. On one hand, they're pumping you full of diseases, like yep. some little, you know. And the pharmaceutical like some, industry is, 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 is connected creating, to the to the uh, self-masturbatory toy industry. Um, and that's and, connected to the hip bone. And that's connected to the uh, lubrication industry <laughs> and and so on and so forth. Well, yeah, but I'm saying is while one, while one major corporation is creating the disease, the other one is creating the so-called cure for a disease we never even needed. And yes. they're also teamed up with the chemical corporations. Yeah, but one of the main contributors contributors against the genetically modified foods is DuPont chemicals. That's it. And that, but that's that's what spurs the economy. See right. that $300 check you got, right. <laughs> that didn't spur the economy, so they said fuck it. We'll right. just make people sick right. and then we'll they'll have to buy the medication to cure themselves. Well, here, here, you're replaceable. Who gives a fuck? You're here for a certain amount of yeah. time. You die, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Um big business is last forever, oh, hopefully. They're, they're too big to fail. Well, hopefully, <laughs> you know, General Mills will go on, you know, till the end of time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 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 Conagra Foods will go on till the end of time. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think so, because I think Monsanto there's a lot of... will go on I don't the think end so. of time. I don't think they will, because here's the reality. After a while, when you poison the people, the people die... And there's no more people. At the some people, point, the people, the people, the people, the people over here, to the people over, over there, there, to there. the people, the people, the people, pe- pe- people, pe- the people, people eating genetically modified foods and croaking. Vitamin E, vitamin D, vitamin C, Oakland. No, but see, they're 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 poisoning people, but they're doing it at a very slow rate. So they're not actually killing right, the people right. off, and that's why it's difficult right. to prove that hydrogenated vegetable right. oil does anything. Exactly, you know, it's not it, difficult to prove. What I'm saying, look how long, well, well, it's, apparently it's, it is because uh, uh, same with cigarettes. That, you listen, know, we live in the misinformation age where any information can be uh, mu- manipulated. Manipulated. Even manipulated. words like manipulated Manure. can be manipulated to Manure. be a different word. Manipulated. And my point is... Manure-related. Yeah, even, you know, you can manu- manipulate, that's French, different manu- words. Manu- you can manipulate. Full, that's French for full of shit. Fuck manu- you. <laughs> Fuck you. I am Persian. <laughs> so basically, the, the thing is, at some point, you know, really what, what it comes down to is, is you do have citizens out there who... Are informed. And well, here, this is what it comes down to. 
This is what it comes down to. Thankfully, you've tuned into the Nestorius Public Radio, and you're listening to Uncle Ness, and we're going to discuss a lot of things, right? But namely, being responsible, right? Isn't that one of the running themes that we've had on this show? Mm -hmm. Taking responsibility mm -hmm. for your own fucking life, okay? You are responsible for what you ingest. You cannot give up your responsibility to anybody or anything, but we do. So here's what happens. Last week, not only did I find out what the peanut butter had, but then I said, fuck it. Let me see. Let me see what the bread. I bet you the bread's got some bullshit, right? Mm, oh, yeah. So this is whole wheat bread. Whole wheat bread, right? Mm -hmm. Whole wheat. Whole, whole wheat. Whole wheat. Whole wheat. Whole yo, wheat. you come on down and get some whole wheat. Yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> we just bust a slice in the toaster. Crispy Kringle over there. It's the moster. Puts a smear out of peanut butter jelly. You don't stop because it's coming out of heli. Yo, two scoops of lovin' in every box. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Pip, pip, corn pops. Snap, crackle, and pop a lot. <laughs> Dibby dip, don't stop the delish on your trish. Now I'm saying nutritional, most most definitely the professional. Yo, silly rabbit tricks are for chicks with dicks. You know it. So <laughs> I look at I look at this uh, I look at this whole weed <laughs> shit, and and let me just read off seriously, and you're gonna have to contain yourself. You have to as as. <laughs> Jeremy, yo, once in a while you listen to the show and we're talking to Jeremy or who Jeremy, Jeremy, the chemicals, the chemicals, Jeremy runs the studio. This is his mastermind. And you know, I, I met Jeremy, I don't know, a year ago. I don't fucking love Jeremy. Jeremy's my man. You know what I mean? So when we talk, what, what's going on? Nothing. When we talk to Jeremy, <laughs> we talk about food and shit like that. I turn around and Jeremy's hitting the bong. He's like, <laughs> so it just cracks me up. That's all. That's all. We're just chilling. You know, well, what else are you going to do? We're here at Skid Row. What are you Skid supposed Row to do? Studio. Fucking put out a flit planning pot? Hey, I don't nah. give a fuck what Jeremy smokes. That motherfucker, I don't know anybody more genius, more, more geniusified than him. So I don't give a fuck. Yo, My we man. got fucking balloons. <laughs> yo, this dude, this dude. <laughs> yo, seriously? Exploded. seriously? Yo, we got exploded no, you know balloons. You, you don't know what was in that pipe. You know what? That was that was non-HMO, modically gen genetified marijuana. Fucking, no, no. He had salmon in there. Anyway. He's just putting salmon. Anyway, so... Get, let, let's get back to the serious shit here. So basically, I look at the ingredients, and, and there were, there's a lot of ingredients that you recognize, that you understand, and you can spell. But there were like, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six ingredients, six ingredients, six chemical ingredients that I had no fucking idea what this shit was. Okay, so let me read it off. You had sodium steroid uh, lactylate. Okay, exactly. We had. Azodicarbonamide. Azodicarbonamide. Oh, that, that is my cousin. Hold on. Stay tuned, fellas. Then we had monocalcium phosphate. Okay. Fuck faces. Then we had calcium sulfate. Then we had calcium peroxide. Then we had ammonium sulfate. Now, I just want bread, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't want a fucking kidney transplant. Well, here's the thing. If you made a loaf of bread, like you go out to the country and, and you know, and back in the day, someone makes a loaf of bread. Like in France. Somebody makes a loaf Water, of bread in the morning. Wheat. It's stale by the nighttime. Or maybe it could last one night if you wrap it up and then it, it'll last by the next day. It goes bad. 
when you buy a loaf of bread and it can last for months sitting there exposed to air, it's bad news. Basically, as a general rule, food that does not spoil when exposed to air is not good for you. Well, it right. doesn't oxidize. Well, it doesn't break down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But you know but, what? You shouldn't be buying so much food that you shouldn't eat it within a, a day or two. Correct. Seriously. Correct. You don't need it. But most importantly, but most to. importantly, most importantly, you shouldn't, seriously, you shouldn't buy food with more ingredients that you cannot pronounce than the actual ingredient that you're looking to eat. Yeah. Well, okay. You, like you look at peanut butter. <laughs> no, think about it. Oh, yeah. Peanut you, butter. You look at bread. You should have water. You should have yeast. You should have flour. Right? Maybe some egg in it or a something. A little sugar, maybe. A, a little sugar, maybe. Yeah. If you have anything other than those four ingredients, especially five or six ingredients that you cannot spell. Yeah, like monocalcium phosphate face. Yeah. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. You understand? Yeah. Something is fucking wrong. When you defecate. You hold on. You should have you should have some of this. <laughs> Something is fucking wrong with my bread. Yeah, okay. when you defecate and your shit has an eyeball on it and it climbs out of your toilet and starts killing people, that's a problem. Twish, you had a question. I have a question. Yes. That's have you ever made bread before? <laughs> have I ever made bread? <laughs> yes. I don't I actually I do I I do believe I have made bread. I don't know if I made it from scratch. Now. Yeah. But why, why did you ask that because, question? Because, okay. Because yes, it's a pain I in the fucking agree ass. absolutely Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Because I am a baker, okay? Right. But how much bread do I'm you all candlestick, candlestick maker. maker. <laughs> Fuck you, I hit that first. <laughs> no, no, no. But Here's but, the thing. Here's the thing. And also, you have to think about, I mean, I agree with you 100%, but the general public can't afford the organic um, no, I know. that's out there. No, I know. Um, it's much easier for a family of four to feed their family for, on the dollar menu. Sure. And I'm not saying that this is a good thing, but that's the reality. Right. Of it. That's a bigger picture, though. That's a bigger yeah. picture. Mm -hmm. uh, it, you know, that's the, the picture. Of the, we're talking about minimum wage, you know, self-sustainability and all that. Socioeconomic. Right. But I'm talking about for those of us, and I don't mean to discriminate for those of y'all who are on the dollar budget menu, mm -hmm. but uh, for those of us that know that that believe and think we know better, right? Right. So we just take it for granted, right, that the food that we eat... Listen, I, I can just speak for myself, right? Mm -hmm. So I know about I know about uh, hydrogenated oils. I know about partially chemicals. Partially I've seen the movie Food Inc., but you're like, yeah, whatever, fuck it. You know what I mean? But then, let me just read some of this, please. In, in, indulge me. Okay, just indulge me here. Sodium steroid lactate. Okay, sodium steroid lactate or SSL is a versatile FDA approved food additive. It is one type of a commercially available uh, lactylate. SSL is non-toxic, biodegradable and typically manufactured using bio-renewable feedstocks. First of all, you're talking fucking Star Trek shit here. Okay, this is not food. All right. I don't give a fuck if it's toxic or not. Because SL, uh, SSL is a safe and highly effective food additive, it is used in a widely variety of products, ranging from baked goods and desserts to pet foods. Um, as described by the Food Chemical Codex, 7th edition, SSL is a cream-colored powder or brittle solid. Uh, SSL is currently manufactured by the esterification of stearic acid with lactic acid and partially neutralized with either food-grade soda ash 
which is sodium carbonate or caustic soda. Uh, anyway, you, right now you're well, going into some crazy well, shit. Mm. Uh, to be to be labeled as SSL for sale within the United States, the product must conform to the specifications detailed in 21 CFR 172.846 and the most recent edition of the Food Chemical Codex. Let me just see something here. In case you wanted to look that up. Right. SSL finds widespread application in baked goods, blah, 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 blah. Approved uses and maximum use levels in the United States described in 24 whatever jerk me off. The largest market it uses SSL is yeast-related bakery goods. SSL is used in the majority of manufacturers' bread buns, wraps, tortillas, and similar bread buns products to ensure consistent product quality. Use levels for baked goods will vary between 0.25 and 0.5% based on the flour. Anyway, this is health and safety, S, uh, including SSL, have been... Uh, la- uh, Lactylates, including SSL, have been subjected to extensive safety evaluations prior to being FDA approved for use as a food additive. The oral LD50 of SSL for rats was established by Schiller and Tomton in 1952 as being over 25 grams or kilograms per body weight. Well, you know, guys, this is the this is the least harmful of them all. Let me go to the azo. Azodicarbonamide. Let me go to that. It's a chemical compound within the molecular formula uh, C2H4O2N4. It is a yellow to orange red odorless crystalline powder. As a food additive, it is known by the num- by the E number E927. Okay. <laughs> this Can is- I get extra E927 this in is- my power shake, please? <laughs> this is, let me just show you this, okay? This is the first one. Azodicarbonamide is used in the American food industry as a food additive, a flour bleaching agent, and improving agent. It reacts with moist flour as an oxidizing agent. The main reaction product is uh, burea, a derivative of urea, which is stable during baking. baking. Secondary reaction products include semi-carbazide and ethyl carbamate. Now you're just making some shit up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the United States permits the use of azodiacarbonamide at levels up to 45 ppm. Uh, parts per million. No, parts per million. In Australia and Europe, the use of azodicarbonamide as a food additive is banned. Let me tell you why. The principal tell us why, son. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. The principal use of azodicarbonamide <laughs> is in the production. Check this out. Let me go back. The principal use of azodicarbonamide is in the production of foamed plastics as an additive. The thermal decomposition of azodicarbonamide results in the evolution of nitrogen carbon monoxide carbon dioxide and ammonia gases which are trapped in the polymer as bubbles to form a foamed article. I'm going to stop right there. Yeah, if that's you... one of that's the second additive. Let me go to one two, let me do four more. Let me do four more. Because you're bugging. You're bugging the fuck out. You're bugging the fuck out. This is monocalcium phosphate. This is the third inexplicable unpronounceable, non-able-to-spell chemical that I found in my fucking whole wheat bread, okay? 
Monocalcium phosphate is a chemical compound with the formula CaH2PO4-2. It is commonly found as a monohydrate. Preparation. It is created for fertilizers by treating pulverized phosphate rock with sulfuric acid or phosphoric acid. In labs, it is prepared from the reaction between calcium carbonate with with phosphoric phosphoric acid. Let me just tell you what this shit is. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. This is incredible. Okay. Calcium dihydrogen, what is it? Dihydrogen phosphate is also used in the food industry as a leavening agent to cause baked goods to rise because it is acidic when combined with an alkali ingredient, commonly sodium bicarbonate, baking soda, or potassium bicarbonate, it reacts to produce carbon dioxide and a salt. But some of this stuff is just unbelievable, what they put in here. The, the active ingredient in the product monocalcium phosphate is identical to that of a superphosphate, but without the presence of calcium sulfate that is formed if sulfuric acid is used instead of phosphoric acid. All right. Guys, this is, this is, just, this is just not right. This is fucking straight up wrong. Okay. The, the calcium sulfate. <laughs> there was a time... <laughs> There was a time in the world when the person making your food was not as was not smarter than you. Was not a chemist. <laughs> this is the one that they, got me. They didn't have a degree. You know, I mean, this is ridiculous. No, there was a time when, you know, yeah. th- when you respected the person and you trusted the person that made your shit. There this was is- a time that the person making your food was your mom or dad. Wash- this is, that was <laughs> yeah. a time. That was a there time when the person who made your food washed their hands. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> This is the one that got me right here. Now, you guys know my background is in construction. I'm an electrician by trade. I've worked in construction, blah, blah. Calcium sulfate is the fourth uh, item that I did not know what the hell it was. But I'm going to tell you what this thing does. Um, This is uh, used, this is used commercial use in the synthesis of sulfuric acid. Uh, Hold on a second. All right. So this is used. In baking products, but this is calcium sulfate is a common laboratory and industrial chemical in the form of Y and anhydrite, the nearly anhydrous form. It is used as a dissident. It is also used as a coagulant in products like tofu. In the natural state, unrefined calcium sulfate is a translucent crystalline white rock. When sold as a color indicating variant under the name Dry right, dryer right, it appears blue or pink due to impregnation with cobalt chloride, which functions as a moisture indicator. The uh, hermihydrite is better known as plaster of Paris, while the dihydrate occurs naturally as gypsum. Guys, this is fucking sheetrock. This is what this is. This is plaster <laughs> of Paris. Awesome. Or sheetrock. That's what the shit is. Yeah, okay? it helps you sit in your chair longer. All right. The uh, anhydrous form occurs naturally as B anhydride. Depending on the method of calcination of calcium sulfate, uh, dihydrate specific uh, hemahydrates are sometimes distinguished alpha hemahydrate and beta hemahydrate. They appear to differ only in crystal size. Anyway, 
this is this is fucking ridiculous what they use. The, in flu gas uh, de desulfur defaults desulfurization exhaust gases from fossil fuel power stations and other processes, e uh, e.g., cement manufacturers scrubbed to reduce their sulfur uh, sulfur oxide content by injecting finely ground limestone or lime. This produces an impure calcium sulfide, which oxidizes uh, oxidizes on storage to calcium sulfide. These are just guys. Look, get a piece of paper, write this shit down. Sodium stereolite lactate. <laughs> <laughs> just go on your fuck. Seriously, just go. kill yourself yeah. now. No, yeah. no, no, no. And no. make sure you <laughs> don't know how to spell that. No, seriously. Just eat salad. Seriously, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. No, salad. but even if you eat salad. Oh come on! There's none of that in there. No, no, no. It's <laughs> no, in the no, ground no. that it grows in. No, no. <laughs> even if you eat salad, yeah. you're subjected to pesticides. Oh my god! You are. Right, so let's grow some vegetables. No, 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 no. You're not gonna be safe. You're not gonna be safe. Yeah. You're fucked. What, you're am not, I doomed? You're gonna I, die, bro. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. But you know, one of the things you touched on earlier, which I want to go back to, that you you're said, not gonna be safe. It ain't gonna happen. But what I'm trying to say is, educate yourself on what it is that your that your food has, right? Yes. And try to minimize the chemicals that you're eating. You're not gonna be safe. There's almost nothing that you can eat. Eat a carrot. That's Eat a it. carrot. But if the carrot has been has not been washed or purified, blah, Show blah, blah. Shove a carrot in your eye. Yeah. That's safe. <laughs> if it's not purified. You're in deep shit. Well, you know, you, you touched on something where you, we talked about it being socioeconomic. Yes. And you made the comment that a lot of less wealthy families need to go to the dollar menu. Well, people who and can't afford to make choices. I get it. But what I'm saying is it's not because they don't have money. It's because they're they not lack, educated. It's because they lack education on how to cook basic meals. Right. It's inexpensive. You, it's very right. inexpensive. Ain't nobody got time for that. I understand the 99 cent meal is inexpensive, but you know what else is inexpensive? No, no, no. It's nobody inexpensive got time for that. to cook at home. I That's agree That's what I'm you. saying. If, 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 when you're dealing with these poor people, or the poor of the United States, it's... They don't know how to prepare proper meals. That's it. Maybe they have Things the time. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, time is a different education, thing. Education, education. Yeah. There's a lot but of nobody, factors. Yes. Nobody yes. in America they, has time. No, 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 no. They've There's a lot of... It's easier for poor people listen, to... Listen, You know, exactly. feed, feed listen, their, I'm not speaking to kids. the poor people here. I'm sorry. With all due respect. I'm not speaking to the internet. It sounds like I, a shitty I, no, statement. Listen, I but. think it's terrible. No, no, no. I absolutely agree. You know why but. I'm not speaking to the to the poor people? Because poor people uh, uh, don't have time. In order to eat right, you have to plan. Yeah. In order mm -hmm. to plan, you have to have time. If you're poor, I'm not talking about you crackheads out there, but if you're poor, you're a single <laughs> mom, and yeah. you got five kids, you're busy working your ass for minimum fucking wage, mm -hmm. you got to put your kids in school, you got to feed them some, you know, you got to give them breakfast, a bag of potato chips, which has all that dialtomaceous, whatever the hell I just read about. Yeah, but it's always been that way. I mean, it's always know, been that way. I'm saying is that if you go back hundreds of years ago, parents cooked for their kids. They learned how to make basic meals. And if you know how to make basic meals and, you know, and not just rice aroni or minute rice or mm -hmm. microwave popcorn, but actually. I took Mac when I was in. Uh well, in the, the family dynamics were absolutely different back then as well. Well, well first of all, microwave popcorn has hydro. A lot of them have partially and fully hydrogenated vegetable oils. So, mm -hmm. that, you know, this is what That's I'm what talking I'm about. So, there's certain things that when you start getting educated, you just, you just. I mean, we eat out a lot. Most of us here, we go out to eat a lot. You know, mm -hmm. 
most of the times I don't cook at home. Most of the times. When I cook at home, right, like mm -hmm. I'll make a grilled cheese sandwich like the other day. I made a grilled cheese oh, sandwich. Oh, that was the shit. But I went to Trader Joe's and yeah. I got the grilled cheese encrusted with bacon bits. You know, I mean, so I made a grilled cheese sandwich. It was delicious, whatever. Yeah. I use butter, not margarine. I Many times I'll cook meat. Burgers, you know what I mean. But what I'm saying is, you know, when 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 you when you're out in the supermarket buying popcorn, look at your choices when you're buying. Um, Yo, you got to read the label. Read, read the, the label when you're buying cereal. I mean, a lot of this stuff that that I was looking at here had like like the food coloring that was in tang, that was in sodas. Uh, but also, don't be fooled by. Um there's a lot of bait and switch though too in that where they say yes. where they say oh it's uh it's low fat so they just put a bunch of sugar or right. or or sweeteners in there artificial sweeteners sweeteners in there and they say oh it's low fat it's low fat you know it's not the fat that's bad for you it's the it's 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 the trans fats it's right. the it's the it's the fake shit that they put in these foods well it's that not the bad fat for you. it's the amount of fats that you consume versus well it depends your you body know. can handle fat your body can deal with with that as long as you balance your diet out if you're eating a lot of fiber with you know with meat you know there's a lot of fat in fish and, and well, you know fat is actually it can be good for you yeah, it's it could very be, good yeah. for you yeah. the fat in avocado is great for you the fat in peanut butter right. and all that the fat in meat you know there are things in red meat that you that you need to 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 you know grow muscle and, and so and check so check this out sodium sulfite i'm not going to get into what the hell it is but this these are the applications of sodium sulfite okay sodium sulfite is primarily used in the pulp and paper industry it is used in water treatment as an oxygen scavenger agent in the photographic industry now this is a fucking trip in the photographic industry to protect Developer solutions from oxidation and as hypo clear solution to wash fixer. In other words, when you print photographs, there's chemicals to develop the image that you've put on the photosensitive paper. That's a developer. Then there's fixer that fixes the, the developing process so that once you get your image at a certain point, it doesn't keep developing and fucking turn black. And then there's a wash, right? And this is what the hypo clear solution is made out of this. Uh, 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 to wash fixer from film and photo paper emulsions. In the textile industry, as a bleaching, desulfurizing, and dechlorinating agent. And in the leather trade, for the sulfur, uh, sulfurization of tanning extracts. It is used in the purification of TNT for military use. It is used in chemical manufacturing as a sulfonation and methylation agent. It is used in the production of sodium thiosulfate. Uh, it is used in other applications, including froth flotation of ores. I think that has to do with mining. Oil recovery. Check this. Ready? Food preservatives and making dyes. How the fuck could you have something that's good for stopping the development of photos, right? Film or uh, photosensitive paper, uh, purification of TNT dynamite for military use, right? Uh, uh, the the fabric, uh, the 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 fat, uh, the manufacturing, <laughs> the fashion industry, the bleaching and defalsurization in the leather trade. I mean, come on, man, this shit is crazy. Sodium nitrate is another one. 
It's used as a feta- uh, fertilizer and a raw material for manufacture of gunpowder. Okay? Gunpowder. And it's also used as a... As a food... As a food additive. It's just... These are ingredients that are in your food and your soda... I mean, just just look them up, and you'll see what the fuck it is. It's unbelievable. Well, nitrates cause gonna, cancer, throat cancer, leukemia. Forget and what they get your hair fall out. Check, check it out. I'm check start it out. buying my bullets for my gun at Whole check, Foods. Check this out. You don't even have to. <laughs> you don't even have to look at scientific or medical. Uh, uh, you don't even have to go further to to find out or to you know surmise that some of this stuff causes cancer, Alzheimer's, uh, you know, violent reaction in yeah. kids. They're putting paint chips in your jelly. You, you, you don't have to worry about that. Just you're, read the you're shit. You're worried about lead in the toys coming from China, and yet we're fucking yeah. putting, you yeah. know. Yo, yeah. yeah. Yo, anything, shit. anything, anything that, that you can use to, to uh, uh, stimulate dynamite. <laughs> Clean a, leather. A dynamite cleaner. You know what I mean? You know, and when you're preserve done cleaning, your food. When Come you're on. done cleaning that dynamite, maybe you'd like to jump in this loaf of bread. It's just, it's just, <laughs> it's just wrong. But, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, look, to go back to what you were saying, Twister, not everybody can afford to, not everybody has the time or can mm-hmm. afford to make your own meals at home. Mm-hmm. Let's face it. Let's face it. Let's go back to, you know, the 1500s, 1600s, 1700s, when people had farms, mm-hmm. right? And the reason you had big families, be, because everyone in the family had a job. You worked in the farm, you got up at the crack of dawn, you ate a meal by six, you were in bed by seven. There was no fucking TV, there was no internet. Mm-hmm. And food, there were no pesticides because you grew what you could eat. Right. Or if you were lucky, what you can cultivate and maybe trade, mm-hmm. right? So you had no cattle, so you created corn for some beef, you know, or some skin to, to protect your from the weather because it's cold. Mm-hmm. You know, they we're talking about the beginning of the civilization. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, and 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 then now, now we have we have fast forward to like excess amounts of foods and no one has time. Anyway, we we have a caller. Caller, thank you for calling Hello? to the story is public radio show. Hello. 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 Hi. Hi. Oh, I just wanted to share some thoughts. Sure, please. What, 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 what's what's your name and who are you, where are you calling from? I'm Shira, and I'm calling from New York. Sarah, how are you, New Sarah? New York. Hey, yo, hey, yo, Boston. Are you origi- before, we, before we move forward, are you originally from New York? Uh, no, I'm from the West Coast. Okay, I'm originally from New York. Oh, nice. I can tell why you're asking. Yo, it's like, bust it. I got mad cats (laughs) of flavor with the homeless ass sent in the bad pass on the train. (laughs) Insane in the membrane. Clop, pop, 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 don't stop. All right, go ahead. So you you got some thoughts, Sarah. Well, so I agree with everything you guys are saying. thank you. Actually, and I'm a big fan of organic food and and that whole movement. But just to complicate it a little bit. It is complicated. Yeah, the fact that the other side to what you guys are talking about, I mean... So, you know, it's not that parents cooked food for their kids. It's that mothers cooked food for their kids. And part and parcel to the whole agricultural change, the industrial agricultural change in the 40s and 50s was women also being freed up to go out to work outside the home. Right. And the other thing is, you know, despite the cancer-causing elements and the diabetes-causing elements, the, the world population is, you know, exponentially higher than it's ever been and a right. lot of that is also supported I mean, if everybody's growing their own oranges with organic soil you actually can't support right. a world population no no right, right. You know? absolutely absolutely you know, you know 
So are you saying we should kill off part of the population? So we, <laughs> well, I'm just saying. <laughs> we should no, no, keep no, no. it as, as it is and put more chemicals no, in no, no. so people she's, die no, faster. No, she, she's, she's saying that <laughs> right. self-regulate here. But, 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 but the overall thing is just to be mindful of what you're eating and, be, and, be, and, be, and, 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 and at least try to investigate what it is right. that's being put in your food. Listen, you're not going to get away. I mean, there's no way you can get around it. You no. can't. It's in our meats as right. well. It's, it's in your, it's in yeah. your meat. It's real part of this games. free market economy that you it's can have underwear. different types of b- <laughs> loaves of bread. So but you have a choice. No, it is. It's in your, it's in your underwear. There's dyes. There's chemicals used in your in, 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 the, in the textiles. That you, it's but all over. Like, real like, Hunger Games. You put so, what if you put you know, seven it's, people it's in? It's gone too far. It's gone too far. But here's the other thing. Going back, I don't know if you did. You listen? Have you been tuned in from the beginning of the show? Yeah, I had to step away for a second to do some work. So I made of course, of course. I mean, shit, yeah. I, you got to do some work. You know what I mean? You do, do work. Do you know? Big up to people that get the job. Big up to people that got responsibility and do their job right. Big up to all the people that listen to the Nestorius Public Radio and take a break to go to work. Definitely. Absolutely. But if you will, I mean, you were listening. I don't know if you listen to the thing is that uh, the reason the way you can uh, uh, effectuate change is by enough people uh, saying this is bullshit. We're not dealing with it anymore. Part of what right. you're saying is that there's so many people that not only can we not individually or collectively uh, grow organic vegetables, fruits, and meats, and all that stuff. But everyone's busy. Everyone's you know occupied and distracted with fifty million things that it's not really a big problem. You know. Well, no, just to say, like we we need change, but it can't go back to necessarily what it was like a thousand years oh, ago. Oh no, no, it's I mean, too late. You know, that's just. It's yeah. too late. That so train broke down. Want to do that, and that's not. It just doesn't seem realistic. To no, 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 no. There's no. It, that that train that's broke down. Point. That's, that's never going to happen. Right. No, we got to move right. forward with what we have. Right. But, but I mean, the 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 Food and Drug Administration is just it's just one of these 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 government ag- agencies that's just like. They, right. I mean, it's obvious that they that they're just full of shit, and and and. You know, it's just like... And they're really far behind, like, Europe. Like, there's a lot of chemicals yeah, and, yeah. and items that, you know, the e- European Union prohibits. Well, it's by design. Allowed, it's by know? design. It's by design. It's by these big food corporation lobbyist yeah. groups that, you know, yeah. do the do the, do the the uh, bait and switch act. And they and then, you know, they, they you know, you follow the bouncing ball and all that logo is pretty. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, all that <laughs> other bullshit. But this is what I'm trying to say. On an individual level... The, the most important thing is that, listen, if you look at a label of your cereal and you, let's say Cheerios, and you look at, you know, one of the ingredients is monocalcium phosphate. And you say, right. what is monocalcium phosphate? What the fuck is that? And then you go online and you go, uh, this is a, fes- uh, a fertilizer. It uses a fertilizer. And then you start saying, wait a minute. Do I want to eat fucking Cheerios? Uh, do I forget Cheerios? Do I do I want to eat monocalcium? Do I here here? Do I need to eat monocalcium uh, monocalcium phosphate? Do I need to eat that? That's the question you should ask yourself. Because if you don't need to eat it, what are your alternative? You know what are your alternatives? Can you eat you know a whole grain? Could you eat? 
I don't know, mucilic. There's oatmeal. all this oatmeal. <laughs> oatmeal. No, serious. Could you eat something else? Could you eat an organic banana with your mucilic? Could, I mean, think about it. Whatever. There's other alternatives, and it, and it, and it comes down to just uh, changing the way you think and training uh, your your thought process and when and, and your shopping patterns. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And and you know you can do it. Your boyfriend, if you have one, you can do it in your household, <laughs> little by little. Your friends. Because because w- m- most people are 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 followers, right? Most people are followers. Yes, they are. They're like Twitch. What is that green liquid you're putting in your Cheerios? Oh, <laughs> this is organic jumbo jelly juice. It's really good. Mm. It's antioxidant. Mm. It's really good. And you're like, really? Then you look it up, jumbo jelly, you know, mm-hmm. uh, gummy juice, and 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 wow, it's got good property, whatever. So you start eating it, and people start eating it, and so on and so forth. That's what happened with coconut water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, I like coconut water. Yeah, I love coconut water. <laughs> love you, you weren't drinking oh that, Oh, my too? God. You weren't I, drinking that a I, year ago. So get out of here. So, no. Sarah, what do you do, All Sarah? All of a sudden. Get out of here. <laughs> what do you do, Sarah? Are you still on the air? Oh, sorry. I didn't hear you say that. Um, I'm an attorney, actually. Okay, you're so an attorney. So I know all about the... CFR sections and what a mess it is to look up regulations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it, got it. And uh, and uh, I'm going to guess by your accent, you live in Brooklyn. I do live in Brooklyn. Ah! <laughs> and I'm actually part of a of a food co-op that's the oldest and largest food co-op in the country, and it's full of organic stuff. Like, what's you know, What's the name of that food co-op? The Park Slope Food Co-op. Park Slope Food Food Co-op. Big up to the Park Slope Food Co-op. <laughs> Now where is the where is the where is the Park Slope? Obviously in Park Slope, but what are the intersection? What's Slope, that? Yeah. What's the uh, intersection? It's on Union Street between Sixth and Fifth. Awesome, awesome. Oh, I'm, go- I'm going back to New York in uh, in in December. Oh. Into the Park Slope Food Co-op, you bomba clad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. You know what? You got to give it up for the food co-op. You guys volunteer shifts and all that stuff so that you can buy You're food. Right. I know all about the food co-op. But, and, but it does is it makes, you know, makes organic food affordable because I, I do checkout, actually, as my shift. And, I mean, at least a third of the people are, like, on food stamps. Right. Buying organic produce. Oh, yeah. really? Really? There are people on food stamps? Yeah. Buy- That's yeah. awesome. That's Most really cheap. awesome. I mean, it's, it's a non-profit, basically, so you get it all really cheap. That's awesome. You know... Keep keep doing that. I I I I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. More, more hey, look. It's about education. Am I gonna buy popcorn, microwave popcorn, if it has fully or partially hydrogenated oils? Hell no. Am I gonna right. buy? Am I gonna buy Hebrew National or Nathan hot dogs when they got nitric acids and all that shit? Hell no. Am I gonna eat my burger when it has 80 percent body fat and no byproducts and yellow number seven and dye E257? Yo yo yo. Hell no. Am I going to eat the pizza that looks like my girlfriend's pockmarked face with the biocarbonate diglycerides and all that stuff in your eyes? Motherfucker, hell no. Am I going to eat that steak, that cheese steak that's medium rare that I love with the spicy sauce and the seasoning that I don't know how to pronounce? Yo, you think I'm going to eat stuff just because Toucan Sam says I can? Hell no. <laughs> Testify, brothers. <laughs> hey, Sarah, thank you so much for calling hey, in. Guys. And if we don't see you or speak to you in the next couple of weeks, happy Thanksgiving. Be safe. Say hello to all my people over there in Park Slope Food Co-op. <laughs> you all right. too. Peace out. Bye. <laughs> thank you, Sarah. That's awesome. I'm hungry. Yeah. 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 yeah.
time well, we're to coming. get some D Street Pete. No, D Street Burgers. Oh yeah, we're gonna go there. We're, we're coming to the. We're coming There's to the close show. D Town Burgers. I, I just want to say. I just want to say. You know, we do fuck around here on the Notorious Public Radio Show. We have a good time. We love to mess around. We just act like you know, uh, wackadoos all the time. That's because we are. We really are. You know what I mean? And it's not wrong with that. It's not wrong. Be who you are. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not professing to want to extend my life more than what I'm supposed to be here on earth. But while I'm here on earth, I want to try to avoid, you know, broccoli from growing from behind my ear. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to have to, I want to avoid having to get a kidney transplant. You know what I mean? Before my time. I want to avoid Alzheimer's if I can, if I can remember not to. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm trying to say is, if you have the opportunity, which I know you do, when you go to the supermarket, you need to investigate Take responsibility, educate yourself, and just look at what you're eating. And you know what? Like Sarah, if there's an opportunity to join a food co-op, listen, do it. You know what I mean? It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's actually, that's more, I don't see too, I'm, I know they're in L.A., mm -hmm. but L.A. is so damn big and, and vast and spread out. I know in San Francisco, they got food co-ops up the yin-yang. Mm -hmm. And in New York, there's a few, you know, there's a few places. I know, I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with the Park Slope one, and I know there's one, there's one in, uh, in, one or two in Manhattan, I remember. But there's a lot of them in Brooklyn, two or three probably, if I'm not mistaken. Some in Queens. Um, Staten Island, maybe? Nah, those guys are Italian. They're like, forget a bar. I don't need no fucking, forget a bar. Yeah, I have a little trombone. Hey, yo, hey, yo, forget about that shit. Forget about the food co-op, huh? Give me some more fucking salchich. You know what I mean? So forget about Staten Island. But do that shit. Volunteer at a food co-op. Even if you don't give a shit about organic food, just volunteer. Check out what people are doing. You know, they're taking a proactive stance in how they get their food and how, you know, they consume it, how they purchase it. And, you know, it's an affordable way of getting it. So just 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 be mindful of what you're eating. Look at the labels. Do what you got to do. And stay tuned every Thursday night, 9 to 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, midnight to 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for you New York fucks. Go to iTunes. Go to podcasts. Peep out Nestorious Public Radio. Hit that subscription button. Make sure you turn on your motherfucking iTunes program on your laptop, on your iPhone, on your MacBook. Make sure that it automatically updates the episodes as they come. Go to NestoriousPublicRadio.com if you ain't got nothing better to do with your life. Go to SkidRowStudios.com. How many shows do we got now? Uh, a thousand. We got a thousand motherfucking shows here. We got titty shows. We got shows about colors. We got shows about scene double. We got all sorts of motherfucking shows. We got clown shows. We got clown shows, porno shows. We got dot matrix shows. And this Thursday, this coming this coming Saturday, uh, two days from tomorrow, we're having the uh, stand down uh, uh, Veterans Day show. Is that going to be live? Uh, yeah, it's going to be live. From 8 to 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right? Yep. 8 to 3 p.m. There's going to be a sampling of all the shows on skidrowstudios.com. We're all going to get like a 15-minute of fame type shit. And it should be cool. From 8 to 3 p.m., listen in. Go to skidrowstudios.com. Tune in live. I mean, shit, you're making pancakes. You're eating diglycerides. You're eating fucking uh, polyurethane. And you're eating hydrogenated flimflam oils. Might as well put some shit on and background noise and enjoy your death process. You know what I'm saying? But that's it. We out. We're loving you. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.